On this episode of Resi Week, we talk Sync by GE Lighting, Samsung's new sustainability pledges, all this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 310, CES Wrap-Up. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by FSR. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly roundup of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matty Scott for avnation.tv. This week, I'm pleased to be joined by two of my good friends. First, we have Mr. Jeremy Glowacki. He is the executive editor at Residential Tech Today and a hardcore dogs fan who... When this airs, hopefully, will be a very happy dogs fan. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing great, Matt. And uh, yeah, I'm afraid to say anything about the game just because nope, e- everything is a, a jinx at this point. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't even know what, what socks to wear anymore or shirt to the game. I am going to the game. <laughs> and, you know, my one dis- bad decision on what to wear, that lucky item, could make the difference. So I've got to be really careful. Just wear completely different products. Something you've never worn before for a game. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. (laughs) Go buy new clothes. One hundred percent. Send send your wife out to pick you up on the way home. Right. You'll be good to go. Uh, Then we have Seth Johnson. He is a software development manager for Blackwire Design. How you doing, Florida man? Doing great. And don't shower, Jeremy. That's that's key. (laughs) Yes. No showers. No showers. (laughs) Just going to go down that route, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave it alone. Um, this is airing on on Wednesday, but we're recording on Monday. It's the Monday following CES, so we're going to talk a bunch of CES related news. This comes to us from CE Pro uh, CES 2022. Savant's GE Lighting Division has added a new thermostat, outdoor camera, and more lights to their Sync with a C uh, ecosystem. Uh, these are all controllable via the Sync app. Their Matter protocol integration is going to be coming later in 2022. Uh, Take a look at the article, and uh, if you want more in-depth on it, uh, on the products, you can go to the GE Lighting uh, link that's in that article to to see some of those products a little bit closer. Jeremy, these these look fairly good, right? The the products look good. They look like something you're going to pick up off the shelf at Lowe's or Home Depot. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. What does sync have to do to be competitive in that DIY smart space? Yeah, that's a tough question because, um, it is something that can get easily lost on a shelf and in one of those Mm -hmm. big box stores and without, frankly, an ad campaign that you start to know as a consumer, what, uh, this product is and, who's behind it i think that they're depending on that ge name to stand out that that's something that i think the reason why savant um made the made the purchase on acquisition Mm -hmm. on this brand that's something that they saw as an opportunity to say hey a lot of people as much as savant tried to do a little more of a consumer play at one point uh they've they've tried to to be sort of consumer friendly with the the apple connection um, a little bit more than your typical uh, industry-focused, uh, CI-focused uh, automation brands. 
They uh, they didn't really have a brand name. Savant isn't a name that your average consumer is going to know. I think the closest we mm-hmm. get these days is Sonos as far as brand names. Um, for your average maybe hobbyist or someone who wants to just DIY or have a little control over their audio systems, that type of thing. But um, I think that the GE might help them. But uh, without a a big campaign where you start to learn about these products and have some some name recognition, it's it's a tough, tough one. Um, And I I do think that it's a category with the 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 attractive smart thermostat that that is a very hot category as far as uh, finding ways to to get um, an automation play in. the the DIY space uh, and added temperature sensors throughout rooms, playing that whole more comfort angle. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can see that starting to happen. Obviously, smart cameras are, are uh, security is a, a big play as well, and to DIY that um, could could work. But you're competing on a shelf with a lot of other um, brands that may have already been more established. So. Uh, it, it's not an easy one to to get conquered. Hopefully, for them, that GE name does stand out, and people say, I, "Oh, well, that's a reliable brand I've heard of before." Obviously, it, it, it's crazy to me to think that we're talking about GE not being a recognizable brand on a shelf. Well, no, I, I think it will be. Makes, I mean, I no, think no, it I, w- I, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Um, but you know, when we start talking smart spaces, it's if, if you see them up beside, you know, Ring cameras. Well, yeah. No one's going to think GE. They're going to look at Ring and go, yeah, yeah, I know those guys. I know. It, that's why that it, you know they start with the lighting, obviously, and, mm-hmm. and GE bulbs and all that. And everyone's been so familiar with that. So maybe it's just a, it's where they end up, I guess, if, if they're somehow connected to lighting together. But that's not typically on that same shelf. So yeah. um, it, it may be hard. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Seth, the, the side of this that I find intriguing is the integration with matter and what they're going to do with the matter protocol. Does that open the door for sync to be, shall we say a little bit more effective and a little bit more in our world, or is it, is it still going to get lost? And I don't think we can say what matter is going to look like in the next year yet, but does this give them some, some leg up maybe? I think it just kind of there. There, it's one of those they're going to where the they're skating to where the puck is. I guess they're Ooh, is going. Hockey like we're not, reference on a football yeah, day. Interesting football puck hockey. Yeah, um, field goals. Um, yeah, <laughs> had to say that while you were drinking. Thank you. So the the um, yeah, I, it, matter is is this year uh, from from all aspects everything that i've been reading and understanding from um, people in the industry the matter is is hitting the shelves this year um, so there's going to be a pretty big rollout so they, they have to be there it's kind of one of those things um, if there are products that aren't participating in that ecosystem in some way then they're probably going to be left behind um, but i think it's going to be a big checkbox for manufacturers to get you know on their boxes and stickers you know <laughs> slapped on if they didn't make it for, for production matter yeah <laughs> matter stickers um, that, you know, that outside, like all of these, the thermostats, the cameras, the sensors, um, they're adding into their ecosystem, uh, you know, more, more devices to do more automation w- within their product line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I've seen a lot of feedback from DIYers, you know, if you go online and kind of look through the forums and things that 
the product doesn't seem it seems to have some maybe some issues i don't know i'm not too sure but reliability is going to be at the top of everyone's mind both diy and in this industry um we want products that are 100% reliable um and you know i don't know if the the what we're seeing with with them from these posts you know the, clearly the people need tech support and that kind of thing but like i don't know if it's like software related or hardware related or what i have no idea um but it, it would be interesting to see matter kind of later layered on top where you don't mm -hmm. have to use the sync, the sync software. Essentially, you're just relying on that hardware to do its thing. And then you can use whatever smart assistant or um, automation platform that is matter, you know, matter compatible um, to, you know, execute scenes and that kind of thing or take in information from the thermostat. All that stuff could be run on uh, like HomeKit or uh, Google or Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, platforms with without having to involve um, you know somebody a third party's app and I, I really think that's the way it should be <laughs> like you should be able to switch back and forth and, and matter just becomes kind of like um, uh, an API between devices for a lack of a better term it's a little bit more than that but let's just call it an API yeah I like it all right let's move on to our next story of the day this is also a CES uh, 2020 wrap-up uh, coming to us from a residential systems. The Samsung keynote focuses on working together to build a better future while tackling sustainability issues and working with the younger generation, which I'm no longer a part of, uh, to build a better. I did that while you were drinking. See, I got you back uh, to build a better future. This is turning into a uh, like a pregame show. Um, on Tuesday night at the keynote, uh, their vice chairman, and uh, CEO of Device Experience went through a, a ton of new things that they're doing for everyday sustainability. Um, read through this. It, it covers a, a, a ton of stuff that it, none of which is really tech related. It, it, it was very much a we're here to to help save the world type uh, uh, keynote, which I found very interesting and, and not necessarily surprising, but just just interesting. Um, he uh, hand talks about how Samsung has reduced their carbon emission through its screen and mobile devices, how recycled materials are a big part of their sustainability journey, how the company is promising to use 30 times more recycled material than it has in the past two, uh, two years, um, including packaging. Uh, they also talked about home energy monitoring through smart home or sorry, through smart things, a collaboration with Patagonia. Like it is a laundry list of things that, that they're working on. Seth, when when you follow this, when you see this, do do consumers care about this stuff? Like, does this make it easier to go into your your local HTP showroom or to a website and and buy a Samsung TV over a different brand because sustainability is so important when you're trying to buy a seventy five inch eight K TV, like. I'm not demeaning what they're doing. I think it's great that they're trying to focus on that and they're trying to get better at that. I just don't know how much anyone really gets excited about it. I don't know if it's an excitement thing. It's a checkbox thing, right? Um, if you go back uh, and kind of, it's the younger generation, right? The millennials, right? Not uh, this, us. This is, this is the selling. <laughs> this is, well, I mean, we are millennials. Uh, <laughs> um, but this is, this is the selling points that you have to um, hit when you're marketing to millennials like for previous generations it did not matter 
if uh, something was recycled. <laughs> in fact, mm-hmm. uh, they would probably uh, make that a, as a, a, you know, in their experience, uh, recycled products may have been of less quality or something like that. Um, right. Now, now that's not the case. The material sciences have advanced far enough where recycled products can be as good, if not better, and also be- better for the environment. So when, when you look back at what you need to market to millennials, having that checkbox for sustainability and environmental awareness and all those things that these massive companies like Apple and Google and, mm-hmm. and Samsung are, have been doing for years, um, this is it. This is what you have to do um, to get into their wallets, essentially. And, uh, you know, along with a host of other things, like you can't be disingenuous about it. Like they, they will spend time to do their research and find out if you're lying about doing, you know, all of this stuff or if it makes a difference. So mm-hmm. I, I think that it's a good thing overall that these companies are at least trying something or doing something and, and moving in that direction. Um, because previous, you know, previous years of, of consumer electronics, you know, just piling up in a, in a, in a, landfill or something like that everybody knows that isn't all that great so if there's some kind of you know recycling program or sustainability program that a company sets up i i I think it's a good thing to have at this point i do completely love that we're talking sustainability with arguably throwaway technology you know upgrade every every two year uh life cycle on a tv um jeremy one of the one of the actual product announcements was uh, a new samsung home hub taking uh, home experiences to the next level with a smart thing service that integrates with connected appliances to simplify home management, yada, yada, yada. Um, is this going to become a thing or is this, is this the forefront of this to, to have an actual central point for managing all these smart appliances? Everyone has been talking smart appliances for gosh, the last three, four years. And we've yet to see an aggregate, really, of, of, of how to not just have those devices live in their own separate apps. Is this hopefully the, the move towards that? It, it could be. Um, I, I think that uh, it, it's such a hard nut to crack when it comes to the, to the kitchen, for instance. Um, We've been trying to predict the future. What's what's that appliance going to look like to make it smart? And I think what a lot of people have gotten to the point of agreeing on is that it's about the the maintenance of the appliance. You know, knowing that mm-hmm. it, there's something wrong with it and staying on top of that. But it, to have that as a selling point, you know, you're buying a new uh, refrigerator. Uh, stove, whatever it is, and to say, oh, this this will let you know when it's uh, when it needs service or when it when something's going wrong. Well, that's like ten years down the road. Like, does that really matter to the buyer at the time that they're buying that product? It doesn't seem like a really really exciting thing to to you know sell sell the thing on. But um, we've seen refrigerators over the years try to become the this centerpiece and. That that just never seems to make sense when you when you just do the math on what they're trying to achieve, like whether it's expiring um, products inside the refrigerator monitored by barcode or something like that. Uh, it never seems to kind of add up. Take a picture of the inside of the refrigerator every time you open it, so that you can have that to refer to to know what's in there. Um, that seems pretty pretty clunky. Um, to have like a home hub, though, um, I'm not even sure really what you could achieve there. I wasn't clear on what their what their goal is there. I know how smart things kind of works, but 
um, mm-hmm. what where it all sort of ties together. And you know, you've got your your TV in there. Uh, you know, the refrigerator mentioned um, smart monitors, which I guess you know that's energy. Uh, it, it seems like it's just another app almost, and it doesn't really, uh, it depends on what that interface is like and how much people are willing to add another type of control app to their home, uh, and yeah. what you're getting out of it. I do commend them. I, I back to the sustainability question, um, at, at least they're putting the effort into it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that, uh, you can look at it in a sort of a jaded way. We've been around this industry for a long time. Um, but to put that f- front and center as part of their agenda, like Schneider Electric is another one that I got some uh, announcements from CES on, and they're all into energy uh, management uh, as, as their core. But on the the appliance side or the just like plugs and switches and sort of that sort of stuff, they're trying to use reclaimed uh, fishing nets from the ocean mm. uh, to build their plastic products, and that was interesting. Um, I, and I do agree that it is—it's an image thing. You know, we've got to get our um, brand image on the the right direction for these for the younger mm-hmm. generation who really does care about this. And I hope in the end it does help the earth. You know, we all need every move that you can make toward that. Um, and you're right, there are, are a lot of disposable products. So they've got to offset it somewhere. Hopefully that's yeah. a, a step in the right direction. I, I do know one small thing about that home hub thing is is that they were using it for a little more for energy management. Um, mm-hmm. The energy management spec is unfortunately left off of matter. So they haven't implemented it yet. So this is probably one way. And they announced some kind of new standard too, along with that, that they would be yeah, able the to use. HCA, to right? Yeah, yeah. HCA, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know what's going to come of that kind of thing. Uh, the only thing I really want in my house, like a smart appliance that I want in my house, is something on the stupid oven that will set the clock when the power goes out. Uh. <laughs> Literally all I need. That's it. I'm pretty sure that's just like a, a CR2032 battery. They, they can't afford to put that on at this. I mean, nope. I'm sure. It's very it's expensive, little, Seth. Yeah, it's a very yeah. expensive battery. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, <laughs> just just before we hit our last topic of the day, I I want to I'd be remiss if we didn't uh, talk briefly about highlights. Jeremy, what did you see from CES that got you uh, excited or or hugely disappointed? Uh, you know, the thing I focused mostly on were the video manufacturers, the TVs, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that. Um, what you're getting is a lot more direction toward uh, mimicking what um, OLED accomplishes um, in other non-OLED products, OLED products. Um, so just get, getting that micro LED um, achieved where you're having better light placement on the screen. And I think uh, as we get to that, solving that kind of problem uh that challenge there and products that people can afford um then you're going to have just better tvs and then at that point and you go toward 8k and all that but at a certain point you're like well what else is there to achieve here uh and maybe that is the sustainability question and then we just start going into the green products uh how do Mm -hmm. we make our products better uh for the environment and uh energy uh efficient and all that which we're already pretty getting pretty good on with the tvs but 
That, yeah. That's really it. Better picture quality, and and it it isn't exciting. It's incremental changes, but it's I, if if everything can look as good as what OLED looks like um, already, I think that would be great. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Seth, did you see anything that that got you excited? I mean, <laughs> not really home related, <laughs> but the the really cool that the the, the um, e ink BMW car. Yeah, the uh, the iDrive was really slick. And what how they there was a, a, a follow up YouTube video that was released on that that kind of said how they um, had made it and it, it's, it's it was a challenging project for them to do I don't think it's anything we'll see anytime soon kind of like everything else at CES everything but, else at CES yeah, <laughs> yeah it's perfect <laughs> for that show um, but I think uh, highlight like even more broadly speaking it seemed like there was a lot of matter talk this 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 week mm-hmm. even there there was a chip that was coming out I'm trying to look up the company's name. But there was a, a tri-band chip, basically, that would be fully compatible with, you know, Wi-Fi, um, one of the matter radios, and Bluetooth, or I guess Bluetooth and and uh, Thread, Zigbee, whatever you want to call it, um, for matter. So th- that that if that's an inexpensive thing, uh, you're going to see manu- manufacturers pick up and start to use that and in and, and the products, and you'll have more and more. Um, products come onto the market that are supposedly going to be easy for consumers to set up and deploy into their house um and i think it's one of those things it's exciting to me because it's one of those uh rising tide raises all ships propositions mm-hmm. right um and I, I really think that our industry has has sat on the sidelines uh on their laurels for way too long they should be pushing this envelope a lot further down the road um and it's kind of inexcusable for major control companies to not even offer an RGB interface on their lighting control system at this point. Like, how do you, how do you miss that when every single DIY product has had it in since Philips Hue was reduced over, you know, or introduced maybe 10 years ago. So it's kind of like, I think that we just need to have that fire lit under us. So we get moving on our product and maybe one day, I, I don't know if there's nothing really, I can see that would stop them other than pride, but maybe it would be really nice to see, major brands that we offer integrated or back integrated directly into matter uh, and, yeah. and and where i could use um, my lutron or control four or crestron lighting on on a home kit app that would be awesome yeah i i think a that's a whole other show yeah um, that, that you and i should get on and, and rant about um but i'll i'll wrap just the the ces side for a second um the bmw was phenomenal that was the the groundbreaking thing I saw. The other thing that I'm I'm continually intrigued with was stuff like the the Freestyle Smart projector from Samsung. That literally, you know, it looks like a coffee cup, um, and it's supposed to have 24 to 100 inch display size. And it again, it's not our channel. It, it's nothing we're going to do. But it's just over a thousand dollars Canadian, so it's probably like 20 bucks American. <laughs> I think I and saw it's it was just, like five hundred or something. Yeah, five, it probably six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was joking a little bit, but not not that much. Uh, it's just a very. It's one of those things that I hope progresses our industry forward to to, to Seth's point, opposed to us sitting back and going, "Well, this is a dumb product. Why do we see these? We no, you got to buy this projector." Um, I, I think that's a really interesting aspect of what what CES brings is that ability to look at different things and and hopefully have it move our channel forward but we will see all right gentlemen let's wrap it there 
so we don't run too far over. Uh, Seth, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Blackwire Design, where can they do that? You can head over to blackwiredesigns.com. Check out everything we have there on the website, both hardware and software. We sell uh, ruckus. We sell all sorts. Anything we have in stock, we will sell you. I guarantee you. And software is kind of you. in stock. So. It's very kind of you to sell things. Uh, Jeremy, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Residential Tech Today, where can they do that? Uh, go to restechtoday.com and uh, subscribe to the digital or print magazines every other month or the uh, but the twice-weekly newsletter. And uh, also Residential Tech Talks, so that's our podcast that we interview Folks, just like you do, but do a deep dive, usually one-on-one -on -one with someone from the industry. And uh, sometimes we have an interesting one. So uh, hope to g gain a bigger audience at some point on that one. Yeah, definitely go check that out. It, it's a fun show. I've been on it before yeah. uh, when Jeremy was short of guests. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a, a fun show to check out. Uh, thanks again for joining us today. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D. Scott and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week. 